0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adio A. Jr. Joining me is
1: the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Young King, what up, Big Dog? Bless, it's great to see you. I'm happy to be back at the desk Talking video games. and Most importantly, talking life with you yeah. before the show. I love always chopping it up with you. We don't get much time together. Good thing we skipped that Little Wayne concert because it turned out to be a dud. But, oh, was it bad? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw. No. Walked out on the L.A. audience. So the day after he went down to L.A., mm-hmm. walked out 30 minutes into a set. Just said, see you, everybody.
0: Was, was that the one? Because I saw some reports about a Lil Wayne concert uh-huh. where people weren't giving his his other
1: acts the respect. That's that's the situation.
0: I feel like that's on Lil Wayne, though.
1: That's like, on Lil like, Wayne. Nobody's
0: going to a Lil Wayne concert to see just the nobody like, named. No, you don't uh, bring names. out three duds in the middle of a He's like, here's, here's Corey Guns. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not here for Corey Guns. I'm here for <laughs> Lil Wayne.
1: So I am glad that we saved the money on that one. We now turn our focus to drake you and i and we spend a lot of money at
0: you and i you and i i am not going to that drake concert as much as i would like to go to a drake concert i have plans mike i have (laughs) weddings and things to do around that time i think evo might be happening around that (sighs) that time
1: too i can't wait for you to go to evo like truly and honestly everybody send blessing to evo i cannot wait for that because i want to hear all about the experience i want to see the hype and i want you to come back with a dope custom fight stick that's what i want
0: Mm, i want want one of those I, I missed my opportunity last Evo because I wanted – I was going to go to Evo last Evo, but the Disney Marvel Showcase happened, and I had to, later in that week go down to record that. and yep. So I ended up saying no to Evo because I was too scared of, get, of getting COVID. And when I didn't go, I saw a, a lot of other press and media folks end up with yeah the the custom fight sticks Uh because uh there was a brand down there that was doing their thing and they're inviting press to come and help them create their fight sticks and i saw that and i was like damn and in my email i got hit up by the dude like by the pr the pr contact that was doing that stuff he was in my email and i had to be like sorry man i'm not able to make it to evo whatever i could have had a a custom fight stick
1: you would have been balling all right so let's say you go to evo Mm -hmm. of course custom fight stick is high on the priority list but you sit down, I'm going to give you the opportunity to partake in one of the many game tournaments. Mm-hmm. Which fighting game are you stepping up to the sticks at? Street Fighter Six. That's the one. Yeah.
0: I think it's going to be not an even playing field because, of course, people have been playing Street uh-huh. Fighter Five uh-huh. and all the other Street Fighters for as long as video games have been around. Um, but I think because of the newness, because it's the new, it's the new hotness, there's going to be this level of, all right, like, We're on we're on the same level like everybody's into it like we're all Uh, coming into it at at the same time Um, and then also like I'm I'm planning to live and breathe Street Fighter 6 when it comes out I want to make that my thing I want I I've been antsy Mike every single day there's been a point where I've been thinking about the fact that man I wish I had Street Fighter 6 right now so I can be playing that Um, because fighting games are are just fun I had that I had that season with Guilty Gear Strive um, when that came out a couple years ago and then you know I, I get on and off for Guilty Gear Strive but when I'm in it. It is the best feeling in the world. Just logging online, going through the ranked challenges, streaming, having a, a good time. I love that experience so much. Of ranking up and fighting games and PvP games like that. Um, and so, yeah, Street Fighter Six is the one I'm looking forward to right now. And Street Fighter Six would be the one I, I was doing if I didn't do Street Fighter Six. Then I'd probably do Guilty Gear Strive. Okay. But I would probably
1: lose very quickly in Guilty Gear Strive. Okay. Like okay. I'm good. I'm not evil good. If Street Fighter Six lands this online components right that you mm-hmm. and I saw, like the cool, like. Hey, I'm running around the arcade vibe. What they call that again? Did they have a name for that? Yeah, they did. It's like the, the lobby. Whatever that it. lobby is, if they nail that, if they make that fun and unique and cool to just run around and vibe in, mm-hmm. then I would give more time to Street Fighter 6 because mm-hmm. I like what you and I saw. I was interested in the idea of like, oh, Blessing is on a hot 10-streak win right now. He's at the table. We're watching you and some other jabroni on the cabinets, and if they could put your gameplay up on the big screen and me and 20 kids are all looking up in the virtual world. Like, I'm into that blast. Yeah. So I really hope that that team nails, like, this cool online world you can live in and hang out with. Because I think I would spend some time.
0: What we got to do is we got we to convert the office space into just a fighting game arcade right mm. we got the big tv out there we had two yep. big tvs out here got tvs just have a permanent ps5 that is at one of the big tvs probably the one with the couch have two fight sticks that are just permanently out mm-hmm. there and make that the street fighter Let people station. go to work because i think i'm going to be into it i think you're going to be into okay. it i think tim's going to be into it we Coordinate can get Andy into it
2: kevin's trying to make that a fun kevin can make zone. that happen so kevin yeah.
0: can make that we happen. make we can make that happen i'll get we got to get to finalize it some street fighter art whether it's a life-sized like, pop-up figure uh, I like of that. Ken and Ryu. Like uh-huh. Or if it's just a poster that we put under that TV. I don't know. we got to have something that is Street Fighter, though. I like that. You know?
1: Well, we'll get a photo some of you pizazz. at EVO, and then we'll all know what we're working towards because you are a mm. champion that we put It'll up. It'll be me
0: holding up the trophy, the EVO I like trophy. That. I like that. i me me take
1: it from IDOM.
0: Mike? enough about Evo. Enough about fighting games. Let's talk about today's stories, which include Ubisoft increasing Assassin's Creed developers, Sega looking into adapting more IP to film and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10am live right here on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash games or you can listen later on podcasts services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show head to kindoffunny.com slash kfgd to get your questions read on the show and remember patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you on Friday, this Friday, May 19th, we're celebrating Kevin and Mike's birthdays with a special subathon marathon stream. We're going to get in our PJs, build a fort, and go late if you wanted to. Come join us for some snacks, some games, and some sleepover
1: vibes. Blessing, really quick. Yeah. Let's let's pause. Let's park the bus let's for park just Park the a bus second. for a second. Give me some of your favorite sleepover vibes because I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, I've had some great ones back in the day. I think of my good friend AJ Tesserero's basement. Gina always had all the snacks, but we'd go down there and just shred Guitar Hero. Like, he was one of my only friends that had the plastic guitars, and a couple of those ones were just late night messaging a bottle sessions. Bless, I was killing it on that game. Hell yeah. What are some of your favorite
0: sleepover vibes? It was always um, video games, like, of course, local uh, multiplayer video games or anime. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching through a bunch of episodes of Dragon Ball Z with, with the homies during one sleepover, and then there was another one that I remember vividly of... You know, I was such a Budokai 1, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 2 fan as a kid. I had a friend named Avery, went over to his to his place. Like, him, him, his dad and my dad were, like, best friends. And so, like, there was one time where I was hanging out. They were like, yeah, like, you know, sleep over, do whatever. And he had Budokai 3, and I hadn't played Budokai 3 yet. And so we just played the entire campaign of Budokai 3 as different characters and just had a good, t- good t- time. And that, like, blew my mind because Budokai 3 was the one where you got to play as the character. And hover around the world and fly around and discover things on the map and I just thought that was a really cool time and then also that was the one that added, added dodging
1: and shit and that was really love cool love that, that was man. Really cool. so yeah we're gonna capture some fun sleepover vibes of course we might uh, try some new things with the bar maybe a timer of course to uh, just let you fill it up and let us stay for as long as you'd like me and Kevin might take this wall cut it in half Put two Zelda gameplays up on oh hours I
2: thought you meant literally cut it in half. Oh, and made me get really a chainsaw <laughs> thing right <you laughs> destroy the studio. But
1: yeah, we're gonna have some fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, we want to capture the sleepover vibes. We got tents, we got forts. You oh, know, yeah. maybe go do something bad that Nick won't like out in the parking lot by mm-hmm. grilling up burgers and stuff. So we're gonna have some fun. Oh yeah, he said no fires, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We can we can <laughs> get <around that. laughs> we'll See no campfires. <laughs>
0: And then remember, only on YouTube in the live stream. There's going to be a 30-minute post-show
1: where I believe
0: is it Andy that's going to come through and hang out with us, or is it just Maybe, me I think it's just
1: going to be you and I to be honest with you, because Andy should have the day off. So I think it's just going gotcha. to be you and I. Well, me and me and Mike are going to hang out, talk to um, you
0: guys in your super chat questions, answer your super chat wh- questions. So we'll write in, give us super chats. So we're going to talk uh, to you guys after the show for that 30 minutes. Uh, stay tuned after day's hand, handshake for that. And then over on Patreon, we're about to record part two of me and Tim's breakdown of GQ's top 100 video games of all time list. That episode of Shitlist will be going up this week. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is and forever will be report it's time for some news we have seven stories today a baker's dozen before i even
1: get into it mike have you gotten a chance to check out the gq list the top 100 games no one? i haven't i was gonna talk about it with uh jeff grubb this week on the XCast. Mm-hmm. we record this friday oh, you're morning it's gonna on be the X-Cast. yeah me Jeff oh, up in paris it's gonna be a really fun time Actually got a dope lineup of guests. Can I talk about it really quick? Yeah, talk about it. This coming three weeks, right? Mm -hmm. We're coming hot off of the Phil Spencer interview. This week, I got Jeff Grubb. Next week, in the studio, Ryan McCaffrey, one of my all-time gaming heroes, will be here, which is pretty special. Then the following week? Big Red, Andrea Renee, will be on the podcast. Hell yeah, So got dude. a nice little lineup of like, hey, let's bring some guests. Let's have some fun. Let's just kick it. So, yeah, we're riding the high off of Phil Spencer. I thought, let's get the grub man himself. Heck yeah. And so, dude. yeah, I'm excited about that. But I haven't looked at the list, Bless. Mm. I know you contributed to it.
0: Yeah. Me, but I haven't looked at it. I did. Andy did. Janet did. Paris did right like a good handful of mm-hmm. kind of funny got to influence influence this list and Greg then and Tim were asked a good handful of kind of mm-hmm. funny just ignored the emails Mike yeah. might have been asked
1: yeah, they, they probably were like we can't ask Mike because he's just going to write halo you know <laughs> just halo for exactly. uh, one through or ten didn't respond in a year <laughs> <laughs> yes man you know
0: it but yeah it's been really fun just hanging out looking through that list and so yeah me and Tim did the 100 through 50 and we're gonna do fifty through oh, number one.
1: Fun. yeah heck yeah what were some standouts that you can tease us with to go watch that shit list episode like, well, give me one or two standouts where you're like, oh, I was blown away that that was on here?
0: That's a good question. Uh, I believe, what, Zelda 1, I think, was somewhere in that 50 to okay. 100 range, which isn't necessarily, like, a surprise or stand up. but that's one where I'm like, I'm always curious on where that lands because mm. it's a Super Mario 1 thing where that game is so pivotal and so special and maybe i'm thinking of mario one Uh, but like these games are so pivotal and so special for what they brought to the table in terms of beginning these fantastic franchises even though i know mario has lineage before mario brothers but you guys get what i'm talking about Um, but then you have other other entries into the franchise that come through and it's like all right we know link to the past or ocarina or breath of the wild is going to be top 30 we know that um mario 3 super mario world mario 64 is going to be higher than higher than this Where are you going to put the OG? Like, where does that stand in the lineage and the importance? So that's the thing that I always like seeing. I like that. There's some, um, you know, Tim-ass Final Fantasy games in there. That's always fun. Eco was another one that I thought was going to be higher on the list. That's Um, the Dolphin one. No, that's Echo.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay.
0: I'm learning things every day. (laughs) No, that's Echo that honestly, that's a fair fair mix-up to make. Because, yeah. But, like, Echo uh, Echo's the the Sega Dolphin game. Echo is the PlayStation 2 um game from team from team eco the developers of shadow of colossus and oh Last okay. Guardian. it was their okay. original game and okay. it was the first one to come come through give us that kind of art style give us that kind of like weird different story where they're speaking an unknown language and it has like this mythic feel to it and yeah like i fucking love eco so many cool. people love eco it's in that same vein of something like journey or like that, that uh, kind of like artsy, right. experiential right. kind of thing um I thought it was going to get higher. I don't know. I, I, I,
1: I, at least on my personal list, I would have liked to see it see it higher than it was. Okay. That's great. I, I mean, I love that, and I think it's always cool. I always love seeing a good list. I love that you host the shit list with Tim. I think it's a fun show. But, like, yeah, I love when they gather a bunch of games media awesome people influencers who whatever you want to call them to talk about video games and give me your top 100 i'm excited i yeah. always see that oh
0: yeah tune in patreon.com slash kind of funny and kind of funny games uh, if you want to hang out with us on the shit list and go through the top 100 games of all time as decided by the industry as a whole For now let's talk about ubisoft For story number one ubisoft plans to increase the number of assassin's creed developers by 40 percent. this is tom ivan at video games chronicle Ubisoft has said it's planning to significantly increase the number of developers working on the Assassin's Creed franchise in the next few years. Quote, As part of our progressive reallocation of resources, we notably plan to increase the number of talents working on the Assassin's Creed brand by over 40% over the coming years, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot said on Tuesday. The next entry in the long-running series will be Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is set to release during Ubisoft's current fiscal year ending on March 31st, 2024. Mirage is one of six upcoming Assassin's Creed games discussed during a Ubisoft product showcase last September. The next flagship series entries after Mirage are codenamed Red and Hexy and will be released as part of the new Assassin's Creed Infinity Franchise Hub. Red, which is being made by Assassin's Creed Odyssey studio Ubisoft Quebec and has the same creative director, is set in feudal Japan. It'll be followed by Ubisoft Montreal's Hexy, which reportedly revolves around witch trials during the latter stages of the Holy Roman Empire. Ubisoft is also working on a standalone Assassin's Creed multiplayer game, the China-set mobile game Assassin's Creed codename Jade, uh, and another mobile series uh, entry with Netflix. Mike,
1: bring me up to uh, see it on your
0: Assassin's Creed experience here.
1: Uh, I'm an OG Assassin's Creed guy. I think I fell off when we started getting... Anything after Black Flag is when I started falling off. So, like okay. Unity, Unity. Uh, what was the other one? Remember they released Black Syndicate. Flag and another one at the same time? Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, Syndicate, Rogue. Like, that's when I fell off. Got back in on uh, or Origins because mm-hmm. I loved that setting. That really drew me in that Egyptian setting because I love the Mummy movies. So, like, yeah. I thought I would have a little more fun with that. But I like what they've done so far. Not really committed to Valhalla. Was not into that kind of style. Didn't like that setting. But... Yeah, I'm an OG Assassin's Creed guy. I love Assassin's Creed, and it's funny. I I hear that, and it's like, oh, this is exciting. Okay, Okay, that's
0: because that was going to be my next question. You talk about Ubisoft a lot on this show. Yes, we do. They're one of the big publishers. But they're a publisher that seems to be in a a really interesting place right now. We've seen quite a few weird, different kind of attempts at games like Roller Champions or Mm -hmm. Rainbow Six Extraction or um well what's the one that i riders republic riders republic yeah we've seen a, quite a few of those we've seen the x defiance get announced we've seen the hyperscapes come and go right but we've also still seen them put out the far cries of the world and yes. put out games like the, the last mario and Rabbids, right like ubisoft ha- is in this interesting place of having their known quantities that they're able to put out and people flock to things like assassin's creed but then also just having the weird games that they put out there and it's like okay these aren't hitting the way we want to, want them to hit for you, is is the answer in Assassin's Creed is the answer focusing all your effort or at least a larger portion of your effort toward the Assassin's Creed franchise because that's your that's your mainstay. That's your thing.
1: Yeah, I'm pleased with that. On a business side of things, right? You gotta chase the money, and we know what the money maker is, and that is Assassin's Creed. There's some other franchises that we can list from Far Cry and Watch Dogs is kind of in the mix. I'm not a big Watch Dogs guy, but like mm. they have their heavy hitters, right? And you have to support that. You have to continue to make the money to allow for fun creativity. And I am impressed. Like you listed a bunch of games there, right? And it's like, Hey, that's impressive for Ubisoft to take shots. Sir. Some of them don't make it. Some of them miss, but some of them find a little niche audience and make some fun, right? For honor. You think about for honor is stuck around somehow. And like people like that game. So I do respect Ubisoft for trying new things and letting people get a little creative underneath that umbrella, right? Cause it could just be Assassin's Creed all the time, mm-hmm. make money, call it good it could be easily a call of duty situation over with activision but they let people have some fun which i respect
0: yeah i'm so i'm not the biggest Assassin's creed person you know i've tried tried to come into the franchise early for whatever reason it just didn't stick as much and i'm when it comes to the ubisoft open world it can be so hit and miss and mostly (laughs) miss for me where i loved far cry 3 far cry 3 was my jam i played a lot of far cry 4 and i think i just Ran out of steam in terms of my excitement there, right? Where I picked up Far Cry Five afterwards and it was just like, okay. I can't do, I can't do it anymore. Did you do six?
1: I didn't do six. So. I didn't six even pick up six. Six is the best Far Cry since three, in my opinion. Really? I think it fell off on four and five. I agree, and then New Dawn and Primal, right? None of those kicked on for me. But I'm telling you, six was a good time. I was impressed with what the team did with six. It felt like three again to me where it's like, oh, this is a fun time. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. And when
0: when I'm looking at the other big Assassin's or the big um, Ubisoft open world games, yeah, I look towards something like Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs. I've given a couple of tries to mm-hmm. I picked up I picked up all three Watch Dogs. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> you know, I picked up watchdogs one, two and three, all three fell off. Couldn't do it. Like they didn't grab my attention as much. And then yeah, Assassin's Creed. i it's been a while since I've picked up Assassin's Creed.
1: I am very curious for Assassin's Creed Red. That is the one where... That's the one I think all the players have been asking for, right? Take me to Japan. Make me a samurai. Let's have fun doing that. Like, I think that's what everybody's been begging for since the beginning. And we're finally now, like, getting towards that. It's pretty exciting to hear. That's that's the one
0: I want to pick up. Even Assassin's Creed
1: Hexy also. I think the setting there sounds really interesting, and I'd be down to give that a try. Is that the Witch Trials one? That's the Witch Trials Yeah, that one one sounds interesting, too, because, like, you could start getting into like some weird magic sorcery, not like full sorcery, but like almost resident evil village vibes with like the scary witch daughters. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see in that.
0: Like yeah. I could get down. I want to see that. some supernatural yeah. weird shit mm-hmm. in that, you know, because I think you have a lot of opportunity to opportunity to figure that stuff out. Um but yeah, my read on this is them, of course, refocusing, as we talked about, the turbulence of of Ubisoft. A lot
1: of misses. A lot of misses have been happening happening recently. Yeah. And but you got the big mainstays. I think that's yeah. the catch with Ubisoft. It's like, the Division, Far Cry, Watch Dogs, uh, Assassin's Creed, they're all making plenty of money where you can have some misses, right? And you got to at least let this team try and make something. Also, For we're going sure. talk about Dance Central or whatever that dance game is Just that dance. they've always had. Just Dance. And they have, like, That's the Rocksmiths of the world. Oh, They, they have, have a some, lot of,
0: like, low-key They got
1: teams that make money, That's right, yeah.
0: And I, I think that stuff is always going to be there, and that stuff is going to be what keeps Ubisoft af- um, afloat. I do like the idea... On the business side of them going, yeah, let's put in more resources more resources into Assassin's Creed, make sure that this franchise stays strong, and make sure that with this Assassin's Creed Infinity idea that we have, we keep with the consistency, we keep putting out games at a, at a decent pace, and we make sure that Assassin's Creed is our biggest franchise and is a franchise that's a mainstay in the video game world. I think jumping off of this, there's another interesting thing here. Shinobi602 put up a tweet um, t- talking about um, a bit of what you been talking about in, in the same financial call where they talk about their upcoming fiscal year 2024 games lineup. And fiscal year 2024, for reference, is from April 2023 up until March 2024. So like the next over the next 11, 12 months, just about. Um, their game output looks like this. Uh, assassin's creed mirage avatar frontiers of pandora rainbow six mobile the division resurgence skull and bones the crew mortar fest x defiant and then another large game and i think this is very fascinating because this year this is a pretty pretty good year good to decent year in terms of looking forward of course skull and bones i don't know anybody that's
1: excited about skull and bones but I was excited about Skull and Bones until they started humping that tree to gather lumber, and I was like, you know what, you lost no, me. Yeah, for me, yeah, it's the fact that it lost it me. was I, I wanted more of a like a Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, I'm running around the boat. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I know, right? Yeah, like, you're playing Black Black boat flag, in this but, game. Yeah. Uh, also, didn't even bring up. A uh, Rainbow Six Siege, another hit from them. That's just always continued oh, yeah. to be big. Like man, a lot of games from this team that I'm impressed with. So yeah,
0: like I think a new division sounds sounds exciting. The Crew Waterfest, I think, looks pretty good. You know, I think that's going to come out and probably do what the Crew usually does. But mm-hmm. they've done this. Trailer is enough to get me into it because it looks like they're taking more of a Forza Horizon turn for it, um, which I'm super down for. Ex Defiant was a nice surprise when we played the beta that came out recently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that, that might was a, be a decent I, that one that one I took a turn on where I was like, you know what, I'm having a good enough time with. Yeah. I think it's tough in the first person, third person, whatever. We'll just call it the shooter genre, right? Like there's a lot of competition in there and we're all fighting for your time, whether it be a team arena, a battle royale, whatever game you like. There's just so much going on there. But it is nice to see fresh takes and people try. Sure, it might live for six months. It might live for a year, but at least we get something fresh in this world, yeah. or else we're going to be playing Call of Duty all the time.
0: So the big thing that stands out to me is another large game,
1: and for Ubisoft, mm-hmm. what does know, that mean? I, what do we? I, I, it's got to be. Uh, what do you think it is? Splinter Cell. When when are we getting Splinter mm-hmm. Cell? Right, like you go down the list. Another large game. I don't know. Right? Is it another giant Ubisoft open world game? Maybe, probably. I'm not sure. But could like, be like another Far Cry. Could when, be another Far Cry spinoff. When are we? When are we getting Splinter Cell? Another Far Cry spinoff? Yeah. Uh, we got Primal. We got New Dawn. Star Wars? Are we still waiting on that th- one? Right. Here's, here's the thing. I think it's Star Wars. Wars.
0: Okay. I th- I would bet money that this is Star Wars they're talking about. Yeah. At the top of the year, there was um, there were some folks at Ubisoft on Twitter talking about how they can't wait to t- start talking about the Star Wars game, and that I believe they are like you can look forward to us talking about it mm-hmm. this year. Well, I I'll would be- think that that's going to be the highlight because it's been a few years. That's the div- that's um. I forget the name of the studio but that's the the division team Correct. that's working on Massive. that one. Massive, yeah, yeah. thank uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Massive's working on it. That is like when you're talking about a Ubisoft that is trying to refocus and go what is going to work for us? What is yes. going to sell? What is going to make us money? I think you start to lean I think you start to lean out. I have you have a, the Wikipedia open with like their upcoming games and stuff right and it's like, you know, you have the um
1: uh, beyond <laughs> good and evil out
0: there. In oh, the e- man. In the, Remember when in that the guy asked
1: me to make a bunch of graffiti and music for their game, and then I that never guy? saw him again. Are you talking about Robin no. from The Dark Knight Rises? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> 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 the best part is I was there at that one. That was my first ever E3 I got uh-huh. to go. And I'll never forget that guy, but the best one, Johnny B, Johnny Bernthal. He oh came my, out with, yeah, the, with dog the dog to go show off Wildland. I love John Bernthal. What I a so cool much. time I think that was. Two different years. No, I think that was the same year. John
2: Burnthall, I believe, oh, maybe, was twenty nineteen. Maybe because yeah. I remember JGL being twenty eighteen. You're right. Yeah, he was the year before. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. I feel was, like, yeah. and he I feel was like JGL... Give me your art, and we won't credit you. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what they wanted to do. For some reason, in my brain, JGL was multiple times. <laughs> like, JGL is just like. Maybe he
2: came back the next year. I don't remember. <laughs> he
0: might have came back the next year because in my mind, he he's there as much as Yves Gamon is there. <laughs> like he just keeps coming out. Like he's part of. Like he's literally part of Ubisoft. But I mean, but yeah. you have those. You have the Prince of Persia. You have like. But I I think for a Ubisoft red right now. What you want to talk about are Assassin's Creed and the big license products that you have. Correct. Right? Avatar, Avatar, and Star and Wars, Star Wars. You,
1: I totally agree because Jedi Survivor so hot right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is everyone wants to be in the universe. Of course, we want to be in the Star Wars universe all the time, but like ride that high this summer. Give us a teaser, right? Like at the minimum, give them a teaser because people are going to go wild for some Star Wars content for yeah. sure.
0: I, th- I, th- I think that'd be dope. I think that would complete a dope year for Ubisoft, Mm. which it's been a minute since we've had a definitive objective, oh, this is Ubisoft's year right here. If you're able to, over the next year, yeah, put out, a big new Assassin's Creed game with Assassin's Creed Mirage, which, funny enough, I know it's supposed to be a smaller Assassin's Creed game, but you get where I'm going with that. Um, have Avatar: frontor- Frontiers of Pandora, and have that actually be good. If you're able to have um, the Division Resurgence um, X Defiant actually come out and be good, have the Crew Motorfest, and then also have Star Wars, and it's a, it's a, a massive Star Wars game, and it is this fun. I don't, I, we don't know much about what the actual mm-hmm. game is, but if let's say it's multiplayer maybe somewhere along the lines of what division was
1: since division was
0: their last game i think that could be fire i think that could be a hit i'm really excited
1: to actually see what that game is yeah i think the fans in the comments will probably give us the normal top answers right splinter cell prince of persia this star wars game i'm sure there's some other ones there will be a couple that are like mike we really liked breakpoint and wildlands and i liked Mm. wildlands didn't care for breakpoint but like Give us more of that. I don't think that's on the heavy hitter list mm-hmm. that we're looking for here. But it is interesting when you go down that catalog of where they could go. Or will they surprise us with something different? We'll need to see.
0: Story number two. After Sonic movie success. Sega says it can adapt other IPs for the big screen. This is Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle. Following the success of the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, Sega has said it's interested in the possibility of adapting other IPs for the big screen. Sega's Sammy CEO, Haruki Satomi, and the CFO uh, were asked about the possibility of making non-Sonic movies during a Q&A session following the publication of the company's full year earnings in April. Quote, You would like to take on challenges outside of the Sonic IP uh, should the opportunity arise, Sega said in a newly published English transcript of the event. Quote, If we can match the timing of game launches to the release of movies, it would be extremely effective from a marketing perspective, and there are also significant benefits, such as increasing awareness of our IP and uh, and increasing the number of touch points for customers as we achieved with the Sonic movie, end quote.
1: Mike, what's your read on this one? Uh, I'm not the biggest Sonic jabroni, so I don't know many of their games, but I see the chat lighting up with some. Like For me, I go to... Crazy Taxi or Fantasy Star Online, and I don't know if we're really adapting those into movies. I guess Fantasy Star we could make some fun, but Crazy Taxi, I mean, I guess you can get I mean, Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon and come back and make their oh. taxi movie if you remember that one, you know? Yeah, that's a direction to take it. <laughs> that's a direction. <laughs> that's a direction. Despite. I was gonna say, hey, I mean, Peacock's doing the
0: Twisted Metal. That is If true. they can do Twisted Metal, I'm sure, I'm sure we can figure out a Crazy Taxi movie. In fact. I can see the trailer in my head for a crazy taxi movie. I feel like that's the least surprising thing you can do. <laughs> if I see a movie trailer about a fucking taxi driver who's fucking insane, uh-huh. and it ends with crazy taxi, coming, like that, honestly, would be the most video game industry thing to happen. Um, people in there, people in chat are also throwing out Echo the Dolphin, which is really oh funny. okay. I see a lot of people saying Yakuza. A Yakuza movie would be dope. Okay, that'd be pretty dope, and I think they'll be able to pull that off. I, Persona came to mind, but I also don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like. Hmm.
2: They okay. already do the anime for, yes. uh, or, or at least for Persona 4 and Persona 5. I think there is one kind of lost to time for Persona 3, but yeah, I don't know. I it's don't more know. Su-
0: suitable for an anime.
2: And even then, it's barely suitable.
0: Yeah, like if you came out and made a Persona movie, I think you would have to make like an original yeah, Persona have to be original story. cast and story, and Which it would be bad. Which I would be, I would be down for. If,
2: I, I think it would be better than them adapting uh, an hour, or a 100-hour video game into an 18-episode anime, you know?
0: yeah. But I also, I think stylistically, it would be along the lines of Death Note from Netflix. Remember oh, that movie? Yeah. With Lakeith Stanley. That was the only time I Why watched Death Note. Why does it have Death to Note. be live that's action? That's the only Death you can Note You could do a fucking seen. animated movie. Oh, okay, I do no, like that's a animated movies. I would be into it. Yeah, no, I wasn't a thinking persona
2: live action. No, I was thinking live action.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking live action, but I also think, and maybe, I don't know if this is antiquated thinking. I feel like live action tends to be more revenue revenue generating than... Um, animated is that still true? Is that well, Mario movies hot right now? I mean, yeah, but like it's hot because it is the it's the Mario because of movie. Mario, okay. You know, okay. like I don't well, yeah. Persona's not on the same yeah, level Persona's of Mario. Okay, Mario. okay, okay. Yeah, like a Persona animated movie, I think would literally be an anime style mm. thing. Like, yes. it would be along the lines of like a My Hero Academia type movie, mm. and I think the fans would come through for that. I think the fans would come through for that heavy in the way that My Hero fans or other anime fans support those movies coming okay. to theaters, but for for what Sega is talking about and for the success we've seen from Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they're looking at something of that scale. They're looking yeah. to go big time with this shit. And um, I think with that, you got to find the right IP. I think Crazy, weirdly enough, Crazy Taxi has so much nostalgia and so much could name recognition, recognition from the arcade days that I can honestly, and in they're in trying to bring it back. That's one of the, I think, super franchises they were talking about um, that they wanted wanted to bring back. So maybe Crazy Taxi is 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 a good one
1: maybe jet set radio it's interesting i mean everybody's chasing this trend right now and it's already something like it's clearly has been tried it is now proven it can work if you do it right mm-hmm. everybody wants to hop on it maybe we fix halo the television show microsoft think about that you know what i mean but mm-hmm. we're going to see more video game to movie or tv screen adaptations it's it's just going to happen I, you just have to hit you have to find the winners that's the, that's to make sure
0: they do well that's the thing that worries me a little bit mm-hmm. is that it's going to happen We're going to see a lot more video game adaptations to film. Am I going to stop talking here? It's replacing the microphone, everybody. Give me a second. Give me a second. Is it on already? Can I keep talking? All right, cool. Um, But yeah, we're going to see a lot more of these things happen. We're going to see a lot more video game adaptations. A lot of them are going to be bad. And the one thing that worries me in this statement from Sega is I'm talking about how there could be gold in aligning the video game releases up with the video game movies. And we ha- we tried that before a lot, like with the PS2 generation, mm-hmm. that generation mm-hmm. where we were getting a lot of licensed games, that did not, that wasn't it. Like that's how we got a lot of stuff that was undercooked. Because oh, hey, man. this movie's coming out in the spring, we got to have this game done. Like we can't delay this thing. The whole reason for us doing this is so that we can align these so they can mm-hmm. work together. I don't want that to happen because I think that's when we start getting those bad licensed games
1: again. Man, we lived in a, a wild era that was with so many licensed movie video game franchises. It was a wild time. Yeah. Wild time.
0: What's the, is there, is there an upcoming adaptation that you're looking forward to or that you really want? Like, is there, like, when you think about the, this upcoming
1: wave of video I game mean, adaptations? I'm pumped up on The Last of Us, right? Like, they did a great job on HBO. They made The Last of Us a ton of fun to watch and was very engaging. I'm excited for season two and what they can do, right? I, I hated Halo. Uh, I can say that, but I I do want to see what they can do in season two. I'm sure I will hate it episode one, right? But like, mm. I don't know. I I guess I'd have to go through the list. I always want a good Resident Evil, but I never get it, right? Like I've always wanted. I, they, I've see. I'm not watched any of the Resident okay. Evil stuff. I know
0: we've gotten thousands. Uh, we've None of them have been good. I mean, they're not great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're not. They're not
0: great by any Out means. Out of all less. of those Resident Evil TV shows and movies that we've gotten, uh, there's not one that's like, oh, y'all nailed this shit. This is fantastic. I mean, I
1: guess not the first one? one. The first one was good enough, but no, not really. People try to say all of them were bad. All of them? <laughs> not a. They were not great, bless. They you had all these chances, how are none of them We tried. Great? Okay, they tried a lot, bless. They tried a lot, and I I was really hoping this most recent one was going to be the one. Mm-hmm.
2: Remember they had the one like on two
1: Netflix? Yeah, they had like two projects going on. There was a movie and the Netflix yeah. thing going on. I thought at least one of them was going to be good. Turns out I don't, good. <laughs> I don't think any of them were. good. I don't think any of them were good, bless.
0: Goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, watch we'll to see if we can finally get a good Resident Evil movie. But for now, let me tell you where you can get some good content. Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Of course, we got exclusive shows there like kind of feudy, like the S-word list, <laughs> and others. I can't say it because I'm about to go into an ad, Mike. I gotta oh, go into an smart. ad. I gotta so you know smart. I got I, I gotta be careful about that. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors.
3: Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you wanna look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can, you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code Kinda Funny. You can get fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over two hundred fifty thousand people. Promo code Kinda Funny at ShadyRays.com
0: three Sega suggests it could become the latest publisher to raise game prices to seventy dollars this is Tom Ivan okay. at video games Chronicle Sonic publisher Sega could become the latest game maker to start charging $70 for some of its new releases. Sega Sammy CEO Haruki Satomi and the CFO were asked about the possibility of raising game prices during a Q&A session following the publication of the company's full year earnings in April. Quote, In the global marketplace, AAA game titles for console have been sold at $59.99 for many years, but titles sold at $69.99 have appeared in the last year. Sega said in a newly published English transcript of the event, quote, we would like to review the prices of titles that we believe are commensurate with price increases while also keeping an eye on market conditions, uh, end quote. In August 2020, Take-Two's NBA 2K21 became the first current-gen game to be priced at $70. Sony and Activision quickly followed suit by charging $70 for big new releases, uh, followed by the likes of EA and Square Enix, uh, with the Final Fantasy publisher even bringing the increased increased price point to some of its PC games. Microsoft and Nintendo released their first $70 games this month, while USoft has said its long-delayed Skull & Bones will be its first
1: $70 title. Wow, that's wild, but we had this conversation. I guess it feels like so long ago, but it wasn't. That like, I just assumed we were there, right? Like yeah. I was going to say, "Welcome to the party." Everybody else is there, but it's wild that like we're just hitting that right now, right? Like that's mm-hmm. a a wild one to think about. I think it's it's part of it is on the Xbox
0: side. I I didn't realize that Xbox hadn't done it until Redfall mm-hmm. because it was a big conversation because Redfall <laughs> was not great. Yes, right. People were like, "This is the game. Are you choosing to?" charge more for right and that's just them trying to follow the standard that's them trying to Correct. that's the one adjust. where we're moving into the next gen we want to make this like the yeah. new like that was going to happen whether it's redfall gen. or starfield mm-hmm. or whatever that yeah, was yeah. going to happen but yeah that's when i realized that xbox hadn't done it and uh, and then also because of game pass right like when when i'm playing my xbox games via, via mm-hmm. game pass mm-hmm. i'm not noticing that those um uh full full price charges for that game um but then yeah with nintendo when tears of the kingdom was announced as having 70 having a 70 dollar price point Man, like a lot of people were taken aback, and a big part of that was that the transition to seventy dollars came with new gen consoles. It came with the PS Five and more of the current gen publishers making that standard. And when Nintendo does it, people are like, "Wait, but what are you? What is the seventy dollars for? What am I paying the extra ten dollars for? Is it for performance mode and other things like I'm doing this for the other consoles?" And it's like, no. That's not what you were paying for <laughs> with the $70. You were paying $70 because that is where we're at in the economy. That's where we're at in the video game economy. That is just what video game development is. It's to
2: keep shareholders happy and, you know, lay, lay some people off.
0: Like, exactly. That's the other thing is, like, hey, how are you going to afford to, on the flip side. to yeah, take yeah. these people's jobs uh-huh. away? You know? You got to have money for severance and, and stuff. Um, But, yeah, like, that's that's just the new normal. That's I where mean, we're at now. Exactly.
1: That's the new normal. And when you look at their big titles, right, like, we brought you guys brought up a bunch of them, right? Like a Dragon, you could see that being $70. All the Yakuza games for sure. I I get that. Uh, Persona, get that, right? I I am excited to see more teams work the budget and, of course, work the price range. We always talk about these games that are, like, just middle of the road. And you're like, this isn't a $70 game. It's like a $20 to $40 game. And I like seeing teams that aren't afraid to flex that and, like, work where they should really be at price point-wise when they release, right? That's what I'm always looking for. It's like, what is a good 30 to $40 game that justifies that price for the product that you And
0: get? I, one of the ones that um, I came across recently, I tried that demo for Exo Primo when the demo was up. Okay. And yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, damn, this game actually seems pretty good. And then I got to double check to see the price because I, I think I saw that that game was being charged. Uh, that, that game was a $60 full price thing. And I was like, dude, this seems like a game that would be a hit. And maybe $30. Like, this seems like a game. Big, that, oh, yes, uh, right. And I think there are a lot of games like that. There's a lot of games where it's, dude, if you guys charged $20, $30, $40 for this thing instead of going all the way up, you are going to have a hit on your We'd games. have a hit. Yeah, but $70 yeah. is such a, such a demanding price for a lot of people because yeah. we're at a place where not everybody has the disposable inc- income to, to, to buy things, right? Like, there is a recession happening. Money is difficult. A lot of things are expensive right now, and I for us as an audience that means we got to pick and choose. But also, yeah, like maybe as a company that's trying to put out a new game, if your thing isn't on the level of a big AAA Final Fantasy sixteen or Tears of the Kingdom or Spider Man Two, maybe you could explore the the fifty dollar range or the forty dollar range or the thirty dollar range. I think there's something really cool in that. Um, there have been games during the PS4 generation that did that. The um, uh, I think Shadow of the Colossus came in at. $50, $40, and that, they totally could have charged $60 for that thing, but I think exploring that price range is going to be good for everybody involved, because I think that is going to open you up to selling more units. Um, and then Confirm.com is just wrong. I try, to, I try to Google, oh no, here we, here we go, Exoprimal on Steam. Uh, yeah, $60 for Exoprimal, which who knows, like maybe that, maybe that works for them, maybe yeah. Exoprimal is enough of a hit where people <laughs> come in at that price, but if you told me Exoprimal was $30, I'd
1: be like, dude, that's a must-buy. See, and those are the games that we talk about, right? Those multiplayer games that you're supposed to play with your friends. Being able to sell your friend group, a group of three to four on a video game, is so much easier when it's a 30 to $40 title. That's probably not going to be a great game that we're playing for a year. If I can sell you on that over a $70 Hey, we gotta buy this yeah. and we're done we're done playing it in a week. Exactly. Right. Like that's the issue that we're hitting a lot with these games.
0: And to answer somebody in chat, somebody in chat mentioned no way Spider-Man 2 is gonna be $50. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Spider-Man 2 is gonna be $70. The Final Fantasy 16 is good is oh, gonna be $70. 70s, yep. Exoprimal, as much as I I'm actually looking forward to Exo Primal, and I think that's good, that's gonna be a pretty cool game. When you when when many players go to stores and they're like, Am I gonna buy Spider-Man 2 or am I gonna buy exoprimal with buy $70? People are probably gonna go Spider-Man 2 more often. If you could make the if you could put that out for $30 and, and it's, oh snap, I can afford both of these now. Or, oh, I only have money for one of these. I'm gonna go for the cheaper option because Exoprimal seems like a fun game that I'm gonna get a lot of time out of. That is that is the kind of difference that I'm making. I think there was a Ratchet and Clank game that might have messed with that price too. I think Ratchet and Clank the remake might have been under $60. Again, that's the kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. But I yeah, I I think there's
1: a lot of value in altering the value. (laughs) It's exploring the value. I'm reminded (laughs) by a great moment in my life, Hood Outlaws and Legends, Mm. where I proceeded to buy Hood Outlaws and Legends for a top dollar of $60 each for four of my friends. When that game, if that was just $20 each, would have been a much better deal and probably would have had way more people engaged in playing. But yes. let's
2: add context there, Mike. Did any of your four friends ask you to buy them uh, copies? of No, the but
1: Outlaw's we wanted course. to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or I wanted to play the game. Okay, yeah, that sounds more right. God. Story number
0: four, Stray could be coming to Xbox. This is Anthony Wood at IGN. Blue12 Studios' cat-based adventure game Stray has received an ESRB rating for Xbox consoles, suggesting its time as a PlayStation console exclusive could be coming to an end. As spotted by VGC, the new listing on the Entertainment Software Rating Board, aka the ESRB, uh, the website... Rates stray for the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S, unsurprisingly at the same E10 Plus rating as the PlayStation and PC versions. No official announcement has been made by publisher Annapurna Interactive or Microsoft, however, though the PSRB rating in uh, Xbox version certainly suggests it exists. A reveal could come during the June 11th Xbox Game Showcase, though, or during the wider Summer Game Fest event for which Annapurna is listed as an official partner. Mike, you ready to finally play Game Award Game of the Year nominee
1: Stray? uh, Heck yeah! I actually have already played Stray. I really like Stray. I love seeing it. If this does come to Xbox, I love having a new ecosystem of players having the opportunity to play Stray. I think it's a fun, easy one where it's not a daunting forty-hour task. Right? This is like what ten hours maximum. It felt pretty quick, right? Three, four hours. It was very short, so it's like I like that experience. I enjoyed Stray. If you get it on Game Pass. Major win if it's mm-hmm. not seventy dollars. Also another major <laughs> win, right? Like that, There's no price way. Point I forget how much stray is when we come in, 70. right? Like if stray is thirty dollars on Xbox. You're getting the thumbs up, right? If it's on Game Pass, the double thumbs up. Let's see. If it's seventy dollars, like, I I'm think going, it's thirty dollars. I'm gritting my
0: teeth a little bit. Yeah, the full price on Steam is thirty dollars. So I would expect it to be thirty dollars mm-hmm. on Xbox, and I would also, I think this would be a, a slam dunk for Game Pass. Oh, it's a great one. If you, I, if I'm you, all about it. If you have, I would imagine that this would be a um, like a montage joint in the Xbox game showcase mm-hmm. of here are games coming to Game Pass, and they could have Stray be there as like an in it's, an, it's out now sort of deal. Um, I wonder how that works. I wonder if. Maybe it would be July, because 11 months after PlayStation is kind of a weird time frame. I would think that if there's exclusivity there, they would go the full 12 months. And so I'll think, yeah, maybe during that, that montage, it's end of July for, for Stray, coming to Game Pass, possibly. But it's a good game. That's a good game. It's a fun game. Solid game. Yeah. Yeah, good
1: Okay, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Good, I think is a good word. It's for good. It. It's good. It's good. Good.
2: It's, it's a top ten game of the year contender for
1: year. <laughs> top, 10, yeah. top ten. Yeah. People it like the
2: blessing. cat game. Bless. Yeah. You know what? Fucking <laughs> look me in my 10. eyes. Look me in my eyes right now. It is blessing. It's a fucking
1: great game. 10? Made me cry a lot. Maybe top oh. top forty. Top forty. Top forty games last year. There's a lot of games that came out last I year. I want you to make a top 100 games of last year list. Like, I, got you. <laughs> I almost did that actually. I almost made a top 50 games. There you uh, go. Last you should year. be doing that all the time. People would like
0: that. And Stray was probably actually my it's top twenty five. Journey with a cat, and you y'all just I fucking think, hate cats. <laughs> I
1: love cats. I was into it. Y'all hate cats. I know it. If anything, I hate journey. Ju- I, mean, I hate
2: journey
0: more than cats. I don't hate journey, but you know. Again, two tooth- Stray and Journey, both Top 30 games of the years. They okay. Rank Miles okay. Morales,
2: Stray, and Journey
1: right now. <laughs> oh, Miles Morales is number one. Easily. Wow. What a Easily. good time that was. That, that's another game that made me cry. I love Miles, Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, bro. I get sappy well, at all. all superhero movies. I cry at the end of every single one. Every single just, superhero, every single this one, this motherfucker cried at the end of Eternals. Every Marvel movie, they just get me in my feels somehow. They that means that man be Superman.
0: This <laughs> man was sobbing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, Ryan that, at the end. <laughs> they get me every time, bro. I love him. Every single superhero movie, he says. <laughs> Story number five. Uh, it's a Suicide Squad. Fuck it. Fucked you up. They got me, it? bro. They got me. Will Smith Suicide Squad is the one I'm talking <laughs> about too. That's the one that got you. Uh A new wave of, X- of Xbox Game Pass games have been revealed. This is Robert Anderson. At IGN, Microsoft has officially announced its second wave of games hitting Xbox Game Pass in May. The latest blog post includes a handful of new games coming to the service in the following weeks, including the likes of Planet of Lana, Railway Empire 2, Eastern Exorcist, Ghost Lore, Cassette Beasts, Massive Chalice, and Chicory, A Colorful Tale. FIFA 23 will be coming to EA Play on May 16th, and by proxy, this also means it will hit the libraries of PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members as well. Weird West, Shadowrun Trilogy, Ravenlock, Redfall, and more were also among the first wave of releases for Game Pass in May. Amnesia the Bunker was also uh, set to hit Game Pass on day one of release on May 23rd, but has since been pushed back a couple of weeks to June 6th. Mike, you're my Xbox guy. I'm
1: excited about that game. About Amnesia? Amnesia, yeah. I'm always looking for a fun, scary game. Hell yeah, I Play dude. a little bit. Uh, this is a great win. I mean, I love seeing the EA Play partnership that we've had, right? I talk about it all the time on the X-Cast. The EA Play partnership with Game Pass is a massive win for gamers, right? Because when that sweet EA Sports title comes out that you are so hesitant to spend $70 on because you know you don't want that yearly update that you have to buy every single time, you get 10 free hours of play. Mm-hmm. Any EA title, you get the 10 free hour play session. I love that. I think it's great. And then we continue to see moments like this where a couple months down the road, guess what? FIFA, the brand new one, is now on your library on Game Pass. Like, that's a massive win. And if you could just hold out, right? If you look at yourself and go, "Mm, I don't need this NBA 2K right now, I don't need this Madden right now. They have shown you year after year that they will get that on Game Pass six months seven months later and you can just play those games so i i'm a big fan of it i love that uh going down the list though bless i mean i'm pretty excited about playing alana that game this looks is really a game cool that i went hands-on with during gdc week i'm very excited about this i think it's going to give some good vibes some chill vibes and maybe some mysterious vibes yeah it looks and like i'm a, excited about that
0: more a colorful more vibrant inside which i'm all about yes and then of course um chicory i believe Chicory,
1: Janet, and, and actually, uh, really, Greg
0: a, talked a lot of a, a really, a really, really great PlayStation Indie. Really, unlike, okay.
1: Stray, <laughs> unlike strange. Okay, I'm, I'm about to, to come out there. Strange like is taking shots with blessing today. All no, Chicory's fantastic. I fucking love mm-hmm. Chicory, but not their not their strongest lineup, if I do have to say. But this is like, of course, the week before we go into old E3. Now Summer Games Fest mode, right? So they're probably saving the larger announcements for that, which will happen. What two weeks later, after this is all said and done at the end of May. So it, I'm not like going goo goo gaga over this month, this second half of the month's announcement. They've had stronger, heavier hitters, but we're nearing summer game fest time to show off these games.
0: Mike, would you, would you be able to guess how much time I put into FIFA 23 right since, now since
1: November that it came out? You blessing have probably put in, if I had to guess, 67 hours right now, 92. Nice. You're putting in some work. Yeah. Can we can we park the bus on this for just a second? What up? Because I I am a big sports fan. I love all of the sports titles a lot. I get uptight about microtransactions. But what do you find yourself playing a lot of? Is it head to head seasons? Are you playing FIFA Ultimate Team? Are you playing maybe the big club one where you have eleven of your mm. friends join you? Are you playing? Yeah, I just wish by I had yourself? that many friends. Mike. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. What, no, I'm
0: doing the head to head seasons, and so it okay. is me just ranking up, uh, trying to hit number one, um, like division yes, right try to dope. try to up my division uh-huh. and when i tell you that i just go on losing streaks mike it, it's actually pretty it's pretty ridiculous because i'll go on a winning streak of man i just won 9 games in a row and then out of nowhere i and like and then i'll get i'll rank up i'll be on uh, the highest i've gotten so far is division 2 and i've been about nice. i've been on the precipice of finally hitting division 1 but then i'll just get on the worst losing streak and i don't know what it is i'm convinced that there is that there there are shenanigans at play mike i'm convinced that there is like a, a script in the background in the in the algorithms that knows that i am on a winning streak that goes you got to be stopped and yeah i, I think uh-huh. i think in the code they're like what if he misses more goals like what if what if we're able to like oh, you think it comes down to the gameplay itself right i, I think the gameplay itself gets fucking nerfed when you win too many people games in a row i, I like convinced that me. i like Unless, that
2: are you excited for the next year of division two content
0: um the next year of division two content I mean, no, 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 no. What's the what's the what's the Absolutely joke here, not? I, was, I
2: was I was making a joke because you're talking about getting oh, into in Oh because oh, okay.
1: I'm stuck in division two. Yeah. That's I, good. That's yeah. good. I'm glad yeah. that you've put in that many hours. I have some follow ups, of course. Uh, yeah, I do. It's very interesting because I think you get put into a pool as you go higher and higher. Of course, I think the boundaries get stretched of like who's in that who's really in that division playing at that particular moment with the good enough parameters for you to be matched up with, Okay, there's not enough, so we've stretched you at a higher or lower, right? So like I think there's a lot that goes into play. I do love all that. But do you think you've gotten better? Like, truly and honestly, like, do you think you got the skills on the sticks after 97 <laughs> hours where you're like, Mike, I'm like Castro level, right? Like, I watch a lot of Twitch streamers who mm-hmm. play FIFA. Are you at that level where no. you're juking and jiving? Well, you're doing the stick? Like, I what do you I'm, got?
0: I think I'm good at FIFA, but okay. I don't... I, I don't think I'm like amazing at FIFA. Okay. I think I'm good at as anybody else that is really good at FIFA. Because a lot of people play FIFA for a long time. That is mm. the thing. There's so many people that are in the same boat as me where they just can't get enough of it and they play and they get to a certain level and they're just like okay cool we're all really good at fifa i played simon Cardi when he was here a few weeks ago and he's from britain he's from the uk mm-hmm. and so like they invented people they invented fifa like they, 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 they all play fifa over there if you're a baby they give you a controller in your hands they give you a fifa disc and they're like all right go have fun um and like playing him you know he he beat me for most i think all of those games honestly and like I think, I think he might have put, put, put more hours, but there's so many people that are like him. There's so many people yeah. that have, for every, for the 92 hours that I put in, there is a Doubling billion that. people oh, yeah. that are 200 hours, 300 hours, 400 hours. Oh. Like, I know Simon's put in way more hours than I have. I know people from VDC <laughs> who are, again, based in the U.K.
1: that I put, put in way more hours than, FIFA than, than I FIFA is the have. best sports game, I'll say it right here, yes. because it is universally loved. It is the easiest to understand. You could be at any party have two controllers on the table, and anyone, if FIFA was on, would sit down and start playing FIFA right away. It's just,
0: it's, a, it's, FIFA rocks. it's natural. It makes sense. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's really confusing for Americans is offsides. And once oh. you learn what it is, it makes yes. sense. You know, just pull back the defender. Just pull that. back
1: the damn defender. You can't, <laughs> why you all? Why are you all the way over there? Well, I'm glad that you're putting in work on this. I can't wait to see your journey because I'm sure next year we'll have the same conversation. You'll be even better. You'll be in Division mm-hmm. One and onward. So it'll be cool. Oh, yeah. Are you doing the weekend leagues? Uh, I think about it every now and then. You should sign up for some weekend leagues and yeah. get in there because that's where some competition is. Okay, that's where that. you're going to get uptight because your winning streak will then be ended and you'll be really uptight about yeah. it. But that's where you should go. I'll consider it. I'll con- do you play any FIFA? I- I've played a lot of FIFA. My- I've given them a lot of my money. What's your team? Uh, my team. Yeah. I usually play MLS just for funsies. Okay. You're but if I, was, if I was if I was playing in Europe, I usually go uh, West Ham and or Man U. Okay. okay.
0: I've been doing a lot of Man City lately. Okay. Because okay. um, you're a city guy. I like that. Holland has been in the in the news recently because he's he's doing records. He's a he's bad boy. Right? He's a bad. Dude. Yeah. He's a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> that I like Holland. that. Holland. Story number six. AEW Fight Forever's release could be right around the corner. This is Fraser Gilbert at Pure Xbox. It looks like the long awaited release of AEW Fight Forever could be just a few weeks away, as the full list of Xbox achievements has now been revealed. The Xbox or and Xbox preloads have gone live. As revealed by Twitter user Jay Barnacles, the full list of AEW Fight Forever Xbox achievements were listed on the Xbox store earlier today, but they appear to have been removed since then. In addition, Xbox fans have found that they can begin preloading AEW Fight Forever via the Xbox app on Android and iOS, with the file size coming in at around 17.29 gigabytes. Finally, Insider Gaming has also reported that we could be looking at a late June release date for AEW Fight Forever on Xbox and other platforms, although the outlet hasn't been able
1: to confirm this just yet. Are you looking forward to AEW Fight Forever? Uh, Just so I can fight as MJF, who's like one of Mm. the hottest wrestlers around. He's got the he's got the wits. He's got the mic skills. He's got the in-ring skills, so I like that guy. But other than that, no, wrestling games don't turn me on mm-hmm. like they used to, right? Like me and my little brother used to play on the N64 all the time, and there was no some fun to that, yeah, where we'd just punch each other nonstop and we didn't know any of the buttons. Nowadays, you see Greg really commit to WWE 2K, and it's like, I'm not like that anymore. If anything, I take more joy in what we do with KFW where it's, hey, Let's sim some things and we'll either see the wild moments or I'll commentate over it. But I, I've lost the skill, I've lost the love. But I am, mm-hmm. a, I, you know, I'm a, a new wrestling fan that's kind of getting into the sport again, so maybe, oh, yeah. but not really.
0: Oh yeah! Yeah, AEW Fight Forever. I'll honestly probably try once. I might pick up, maybe I'll go to, uh, to Greg's PlayStation and play a few minutes of it to yes. see what it's about. But I'm so out of the loop on wrestling culture, um, and like WWE 2K23. Uh, You know, I play quite a bit and I enjoy it. And a lot of that just comes from the nostalgia of, similarly to you, enjoying wrestling games back in the day Mm -hmm. and playing so much. SmackDown versus Raw and SmackDown, just bring it, and like, you know, some of the ones on N- N64 as well. Um, I I enjoy WWE 2K just for that feeling again, like going back and getting back into that world and going through the motions of. I really enjoy the, um, oh, I forget what, what it's called, the mode where they highlight one wrestler.
1: Oh, yeah, I love those yeah. moments. The moments modes is yeah. what it's in the game. I think yeah, showca- yeah. it
0: might be Showcase. Okay. Um, but last year it was Rey Mysterio, this year it's John Cena. and... <sighs> going through that and going through the memories of man i remember watching this on tv and they're picking the right wrestlers for it because they're picking wrestlers from when i was watching wrestling and so like i i really i really vibe with it for that those modes i really enjoy i have a really fun fun time with but i i've not watched one AEW thing and so i i'd be so out of out of the loop I know there are some people that used to be at
1: WWE that are at AEW, right? That's like, correct, yeah. Is
0: Chris Jericho, is he the is thing? I
1: believe so, yeah, yeah. Okay, I believe so maybe, he's in there. Does he still do like the- He's one of the big names. Maybe the, he's the also move? on a boat a lot, I believe. He's on a boat a lot? Yeah, I think he does like a cruise. He like hosts a cruise huh. ship where his band like plays music. I could be wrong, but I believe that's that jabroni. He's got the long flowing blonde hair that I remember from back okay. in the day. Is and, he still
0: yeah. doing the finisher where he pulls people's legs back? I don't know. Like Jaws and Jericho, or whatever they're called. <laughs> he's, if he's doing that, then maybe I'll pick up AEW. We'll see. Uh, last news story, story number seven Saudi Arabia increases stake in electronic arts. This is James Bachelor at gamesindustry.biz. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has increased its stake in electronic arts. According to Seeking Alpha, a new filing published yesterday for three months ended March 31, 2023, shows the fund purchased more shares in the FIFA publisher during Q4 2022. Prior to Q4, the PIF held 16.01 million shares in EA, but as of the end of Q1 2023, it holds 24.81 million, an increase in 55%. Electronic Arts is one of many major U.S.-based games publishers that the PIF has invested in, including Activision Blizzard and Take Two Interactive. Like, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with this one. No, not
1: hip on this. I don't know anything about it. It's this a really, it's a really make- weird,
0: really like. You know beyond video game news thing okay okay. this is like very much the um crown prince of saudi arabia Mohammed bin salman he's been um they have their their the trust that invests in different organizations right to try and build value in his organization and in saudi arabia they've been investing a lot in video games companies uh recently just because they have an interest there. I think okay. partly because the video game industry is only growing, but then also I think they just have an interest interest in the video game side of things. Yeah. It's a controversial one because right. there's a lot of human rights uh, abuses over there, right? And everything from uh, homosexuality not being uh, allowed, right? That being illegal and, you know, you getting in big trouble if you're, if, if, um, if you're breaking law over there to then also Mohammed bin Salman allegedly having journalists killed and things like that, right? It's a very very weird scary controversial okay. one um but this is very much a story to keep you people in the know of this is the latest move and what's been in what's been happening how do we respond to it i don't know <laughs> like yeah. it's, again they when i say they've been investing in a lot of video game companies they've been investing in a lot of video game companies they have a lot they have, they've invested in nintendo they outright own snk um there's a lot of u.s based companies that they own uh stake in wow and it's a, it's a lot happening, right? And like, there's, there's not really a good way to, I guess, not cover it, but like a good way to respond to it in mm-hmm. terms of <laughs> like, how do we stop this? Do we stop this? What are the next steps here? Like, what is going to happen to the games industry if they continue to, to invest in it? Very, like, again, very scary
1: thing, but just keep you in the know. Yeah. Thanks for keeping me hip to that one. I know I don't know much about that. So thanks for putting it on my radar. That's good. Hey, man, that's what I'm here for too great. Mike,
0: I can't wait for AEW Fight Forever. But oh. Its release, possibly in late June,
1: is just so far away. If I want to know was coming out to Mama Grap shops today, where would I look? Blessing, I would take you to the mat to go hang out with the two most dopest Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts where we run you through the upcoming software that you need to know about on Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that remix you did. You just I'll say. do whatever I want because I I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I was like, man, did you just make that up off the top of your head? That was fantastic. <laughs> Out today, we got Humanity for PC, PS4, and PS5. And I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna pause there for a second because I've been playing Humanity,
1: Mike. Looks the, good. Blessed. Re, really
0: good game. I'm loving really it. Really good game. I'm, Are you been playing it too? No, I,
1: I just love what we played before, and I, I I'm glad to hear that it's a good game because I want to play a bunch of this. I
0: game. played a little bit of it in um uh. VR. Can we are... talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about VR. But I had to
1: think about it for a while. I was like, wait, can I talk about it? I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. wait, the game's actually... Because IGN out. gave it a 9. That, that makes sense. Yeah, Which is very impressive. Said uh, the controls on the DualSense, very, very good. Mm-hmm. But then on the PSVR... Headset didn't or the controllers on the PSVR just doesn't give you like oh, the, and the love controllers. and like the, yeah, it just doesn't feel good. As I was ones.
0: using the DualSense controllers, so okay. I actually don't know how it feels. Oh, okay, Sense okay, controllers. okay, But the VR is actually an interesting experience because it it is you looking down at these puzzle maps cool. that you're doing, and so it ha- you have this weird God Isn't feel. Like,
1: yeah, you can go up and under it?
0: Remember when they showed Minecraft on the table and they yeah. were going all well? In that's the... actually kind of what humanity feels like because cool. everything is just small, and so like you're controlling your camera and you're looking down at these tiny, large groups of human humans that are walking, and you're just looking down at them like you're god. And it just has this weird scale to it, because sometimes the maps can be big. And so based on, like, what actions you're making, you can make the, the, the um, rows of humans jump from one side to another, and, like, you can kind of make multiple rows of them cross. And there was one point where I just had, like, a bunch of like little little guys just flying all over the place, cool. and in VR it just felt really cool. In VR, yeah, I was like, cool. man, this is really dope." Um, Good music too. I like the vibe
1: music. It, like it, the vibe it is music. very
0: much an enhanced game, and so it's coming from the folks who did uh, Tetris Effect and who did um, uh, Res Infinite. Okay. And I, I'll okay. probably talk about a lot of this again on PSW. But it's um, it, it's it has that sort of aesthetic feel to it, and so yeah, the music is dope. The music is immersive especially when you're playing in vr and then the actual gameplay is really cool it's like lemmings where you're trying to lead a group group of characters Mm -hmm. into a a thing and so you have different commands you're playing as as this little ghost dog creature and um yeah it's happening in a 3d space and so you're going around you're giving like different directions of hey go this way go this way go this way and you're Mm -hmm. trying to lead these little these little guys to a door it's like a light door and you can tell them to jump you can tell them to long jump there's like a float command that will let them like it'll stay in air longer and you're basically just trying to solve these fun little puzzles yeah it's like, they, if you're a puzzle poppy out there definitely recommend it and they have user-generated content where you can yeah. create these do you think you'll get lost in that at all I definitely won't make anything because I'm not that smart, but I might try out other people's levels. I'm still very early in the game, and so there's so much to me. There's so much still to play, and it's just a busy time for video games. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I'll, like, I wanna eventually get there to where I'm playing other people's levels, but that's right now such a far um, uh, gone idea. If I get there, if I'm craving more levels, for sure, I'll pick up user-created stuff because it seems like the kind of game you can do really cool things with if Oh, I want to I make can't your wait. own stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really love the look of this game. i excited to play it with all of you when we were at GDC and we were showcasing them here in the studio. And now that it's released, I'm really jazzed up about it. And yeah, f- lucky for me, Fall Guys last week released Creative Mode where you can create your own Fall Guys levels. And I got lost in the night making my own super slime climb. I'm excited to see other people's user-generated content. And mm-hmm. I can't wait see what they do in humanity is going to be
0: yeah. uh, more for out today we got Age of Empires 2 definitive edition return of rome for PC Amnesia the well actually no that can't be right right cuz Amnesia got uh, delayed that got delayed okay uh-huh. unfortunately so, yeah, not Amnesia uh, Super Bunny Man for PC and then Zool Redimensioned for PS4 Zool New Days for you we got The Legend of Nayuta boundless trails that launches september 19th in north america and september 22nd in europe on switch and ps4 and then tiny 4 launches june 5th for pc with a switch version on a later date deal of the day for you ps plus extra games are up uh those include ration clank rift apart humanity uh, watchdogs legion Dishonored 2 and death of the outsider sakuna of rice and ruin tomb raider and more
1: not bad yeah, no it's well, a pretty it's a solid list. Pretty good. List. So what what is that coming to? Is that like games with gold? Or is that no. like a game pass situation? It's like a game pass situation. Ah, yeah. okay, Extra okay, okay. is pretty much like the game pass. I wonder what I'm money. paying for over there because they charge <laughs> me monthly. I hope it's <laughs> probably I really wonder premium. what I'm i hope for... it's not premium. <laughs> he's for I premium. wonder what <laughs> I'm, I'm paying for at PlayStation because they they email me once a month so one classic we took funds one title and it. he's like i that card and <laughs> then he just fucking Mike, you're paying the monthly price. Uh huh. I have
0: no idea what I'm giving them. I'm pretty sure you're paying more. Pay the yearly price. Oh, uh, you know, That's how he rolls. Uh, I gotta turn on the car. You don't even know that you're paying for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the happening. Pay the monthly price, you're paying way more money than you have to. Oh, oh you never know when I've got to go back. You, know I mean? you never what, know, Minecraft? You never know when I got to go back. God, <laughs> gotta be ready at any moment.
2: We just need to, uh, uh, Amy, oh, your man. mic isn't on. You're just talking into
1: nothing. Now. Money, oh my gosh, God. those are solid though. Yeah, that's a, and that's, that's a more like, than like. There's more to it. I, like I, it I that.
0: very much like shortened that, shortened up that list. There's a lot on X, on PlayStation Extra this them. month. Now, but yeah, humanity being the big one.
1: Can I play it in the cloud? Like, what's the parameters on this? I know we talked about yeah. it a long time ago. What is the parameters on that? Just for the console, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a,
0: there's cloud functionality. But okay. Question bearing. Is it, it like remote play? Is it premium or extra that you can use cloud with? Do You remember? Oh. oh maybe oh. this is a kind dot of com slash you're wrong thing. There is – Remote Play, I think, it's just available on whatever. Yeah, Remote Play is available just, like,
2: wherever you can download the PlayStation, like, Remote Play app. I want to say Cloud is – knowing PlayStation, I think it's extra, like, I remember – or Premium, because I remember trying it out when I had Premium to try out, like, the first, like, 20 minutes of Hollow Knight and then never went back to it. Um,
0: everybody in chat is saying premium yeah. which is okay. wild actually that should be an extra feature but it, it, whatever
2: you know what else is premium is uh fucking game trials which makes absolutely no sense to me why would you be premium to like try out a game
0: listen all right it's playstation <laughs> playstation knows how to make great games and from there just like we'll figure it out i don't know We'll give you Spider Man Two. Here's Spider Man Two. Shut the fuck up and play it, and you know, just don't pay attention to the rest of the UI. Mm -hmm. Just play the Spider Man Two and the God of War. All right. You don't see Xbox giving you God of War, do you? They don't. They're not. Do they have a good
1: UI? Sure. Do they have Xbox Game Pass. Sure. Yes. Do they have a good UI? Oh, I love their UI. Best UI in gaming. Actually, I don't know. Oh, okay, that, That's going to get the comments hot right there. If I say that, that'll get the comments red I'm, I'm not on Xbox enough, Every, Everybody knows it, too. I'll double down S. to that one. Everyone knows Xbox has the best gaming UI. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> okay, if he says the best one is... <laughs>
0: Andy says the best one is the one he used the most. I 1,000% agree with that, actually. Uh, now it's time for kind of com slash you're wrong, where you write in and let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. <laughs> Nano says Persona 5 has already been made into a short live-action showing as
1: a play in Japan. As, oh, we well, talking about? Well, that's, that's a play. About, yeah. We're talking about movies here. Now, know? okay, would you two jabronis as the big... Persona fans, would you go to a play if one thousand percent? Yes, You'd okay. come? If we we're in okay.
0: Japan, oh, that's
2: well. 100%. Let's say they come to San
1: Francisco. Of the they're
3: on
0: a oh, world tour. If it's tour. San Francisco, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I come think to your backyard. If they
1: came to L.A., that would be the one where I'm like, hmm, maybe. Okay, no. maybe. If it was L.A. and New York, those were the two stops. Would you weigh your options? Well, I would definitely go to L.A. before New York. Even Wait. I've always wanted to go to New York. I've never been to New York. Always...
0: actually, that's a lie. I've been to New York for like four hours.
2: Okay,
0: okay like, really, <laughs> it was on the way to Jersey. They're
2: not touring that. That's like a Japan only thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Bless and I we're going on a trip to Japan. We're doing all the hot like tourist spots and then it's like, oh, they're doing a persona play? Yeah, let's go see it. Let's get see, that would be a, see a persona play. Yeah. You
0: know? I don't think we're going to Japan for the persona play. Mm-hmm. No,
2: no, no, no. That's not like the, the main thing.
0: There was a there was an Undertale pop up cafe in LA a few months ago. And I was sad that I missed it. I would have I would have maybe visited. We need LA for more that. of
1: those. We need yeah. more cool pop ups and experiences around the game yeah. game games. Game uh, marketing, get get on it. Figure it out. Let's see. Nano says a crazy
0: taxi movie was already attempted in the 2000s and went nowhere. Like I said, a crazy taxi movie is the most video games industry thing that you can make happen. Get Queen It Lateef makes so it. much sense. Yep. Uh... <laughs> but Andy says it's called Taxi Driver. Uh, Nano says Ratchet & Clank 2016 was $40 at launch. Appreciate that. Um Uh, uh, R- radic the homie from cd project and chat shout out. or in uh you wrong says plus i know what you meant by the <laughs> uk inventing fifa i.e football But well, let's give proper credit to the canadians from ea canada who are running the fifa series um since 1993 amazing but shout out to the canadians
1: Man, sh- shout Listen, out
0: to some of those ea teams. anything to some take something away from the brits you know what i mean i like, like that i like you that. know uh and then new aj in chat says the move that bless is thinking of is the walls of jericho and yes he still does it it's dope and yes the jericho cruise is an annual wrestling event that happens on a boat Mm -hmm. he's on a boat they put wrestling on a boat
1: on a boat Uh uh-huh and then he sings i can't be safe but he sings. i think if i'm thinking (laughs) of the right guy i'm pretty sure he is you'd
2: be surprised how much crazy shit goes on on a cruise
1: (laughs)
0: imagine being on a in the middle of the ocean you're on a boat Chris Jericho comes out, uh-huh. he gives somebody the walls of Jericho, and they tap out. Yes. But he keeps going, and he snaps her fucking leg. Uh-huh. And then he stands up, walks to a stage, grabs a microphone, and starts singing to you. Yeah, him and his band Fozzy is what I'm they I'm paying Fozzy. whatever amount of money I, I need to, to get on that cruise. That sounds like an incredible time. Put me on that is cruise. Is that
1: the cruise you'd go on?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that the cruise? I, I don't know if I would ever go on a cruise.
1: Really? i yeah. go on one. What's that? i try one. I like that, I, like I don't know place. what it is, but I'd try one. I'll give you one. Everything in life gets one. Right, Andy?
0: No. <laughs> Andy says no. Tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Day are going to be me and the one and only Greg Miller. If you're watching this live, remember we're doing something new with YouTube Super Chats right here on KAFGD, only on YouTube and the live stream. There's going to be a 30-minute post show where Andy comes through and talks to me and Mike about your Super Chat questions. So Stay tuned for that. Remember this, it's been kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, game daily.